The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today's episode of Disability Matters has been previously recorded. Please enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone, and I hope everybody's having a great day. Thank you all for joining us. I know you know how much I appreciate all of you that follow this show. And before I start, I have to say a special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. Then I want to remind everyone to go to ADA Legacy. Org, ADA Legacy, because that's next year we're going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of the ADA, and you got to get on there to get your shirt now. Okay, well, we have several people on the show today, and I know this is going to be a great show because I am all about young people with disabilities, and that is what this relates to. So let me tell you who we have. We have Gail Oliver-Plath, who's the president and founder of Career Eco. Tim, is it Luzader? Correct. Director of Purdue University Center for Career Opportunities. And our own dynamo, Annie Kohler, who is a recruiter at Bender Consulting Services. Everyone, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. Okay, so what we're going to be talking about today leads to employment for those students with disabilities. And as you all know that listen to the show, college students with disabilities have a lower rate of placement after college than college students, I'm sorry, college students with have a higher probability of not gaining employment versus college students without. There was just a recent study done about that, so this is why what we're doing today is so very important. Um, And I have worked with these people. They are all awesome individuals, and we're going to start with Gail and Tim. Now, both of you obviously have a great passion for employment, or you wouldn't be working in the field that you are. Why is that so important to you? And Gail, president and founder of Career Eco, we'll start with you. Okay. Well, uh, it started for me back in the very beginning of my own job search, where uh, I came out of college. I had a good degree. I had a good GPA, and but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I ended up going to work for someone who was in the the side of the business where we support people and looking for jobs as an independent business. So it was resume writing, career coaching, and recruiting. And I had I had a great great passion for it immediately when I realized that I can help other people walk and navigate those waters that can be very challenging and help them find a job and a career that they love. Oh, that is amazing how all of that fit together, huh? 
Oh, it's great. And it's, it, you, sometimes you just know you're being put in exactly the spot you're supposed to be in, and often it's the very personal struggles that you have that allow you to give back to others, and that's what's kept my passion going all these years. So this has been now about 30 years since that all started. And, you know, I have worked with our guest today, but I want to start with Gail uh, from Career, Career Eco, and I just want to tell you, she and this company are awesome. They are great partners, and I would personally endorse them. So I just want to mention that right off the bat. And how about you, Tim? What caused you to run down this path? Well, I think Gail summed it up nicely when she says, being put into a spot you were meant to be in. I actually had the good fortune of being uh, raised in a family that ran their own businesses, a service station, an ice cream parlor that sold hot dogs and dry cleaners and laundromats. So a very entrepreneurship family. And it was really instilled, I think, in me at an early age. Um, what it meant to have a family that really worked to contribute to others' quality of life. Um, so as I grew older, I really was um, driven to serve others in my work. And, and I worked in a variety of part-time jobs as well as volunteer positions in various kinds of positions. Then in college, I had an opportunity to do an internship for credit to work in a university career services center. And I found then that it was a really, really good fit for me. Um, being in a helping profession, because my undergraduate degree was in social work, and then having the opportunity to interface with many types of employers um, and interacting with businesses is what I was used to growing up. Um, so essentially, career services became my life passion, and I still love what I do 33 years later. Wow, you know what? That makes going to work really easy, doesn't it? It sure does. And I know, Annie, you work with both of them, but I know that you specifically, when it comes to colleges, mentioned Tim and that you do enjoy working with him. Very much so. Tim and his staff, they are a great group of professionals, and they're just always a pleasure to talk with. Well, that is for sure. Um, and, you know, Gail, when we were talking about Career Eco, you are the CEO, and, of course, uh, you are a virtual fair recruitment platform and a virtual event solution company. But I wondered if you could tell our listeners who are not familiar with you what caused you to start this, which you already alluded to in the past call. Uh, call. But, you know, like what happened that made you say, that's it, I'm going to start this, and when was that? And then maybe you could go from that and just explain to our listeners, uh, included businesses who may be interested in your services, what your company does. Okay, so just a, a little bit of backstory. So, you know, I was in this business of, of working with individuals that were either trying to hire or working with individuals that were looking for a job and trying to help them go through the process of getting the right fit. And um, I, I started looking at the, the marketplace and the landscape and seeing that it looked like there were some changing trends around how people find jobs and started doing some networking and had the occasion to, to meet some students from Georgia Tech and they were talking about job fairs and how they go about getting their jobs. And all of a sudden, I started thinking, you know, wouldn't it be a great green idea if you could connect people in a virtual way that would allow them to literally get to know one another but not necessarily have the burden of travel. And so 
I have a passion for the idea of improving sustainability for people. And all of a sudden, I connected a couple of dots, and I approached the tech and said, you know, have you thought about this? And they said, yep, we sure have, and we'd love We'd love to partner up with you on that, and we did. We did just that very thing. And the first event back in '09 was very, very successful in the fall of '09. And then great innovative thinkers, and I will tell you, I've known him since that time, and he is truly a leader in his profession. He, when when he does something, people follow. And very quickly, uh, Tim and I had occasion to meet, and he jumped on board with the virtual, and the rest is history. So we, you know, we we found great schools like Purdue and, and like I said, innovators like Tom who have embraced the idea of virtual and it's just allowed the company to really grow and, and blossom in a way that's allowing us to serve many more organizations. So our general uh, business model is around helping colleges and universities connect their constituencies, but we've also expanded to serve the associations that might have the same kinds of needs, as well as employers that might directly want to host their own virtual events. So any and all of those audiences might be our clients and people that we work with to help either, you know, in some cases it's students trying to find their next job, and in some cases it's students and alumni trying to look at maybe getting an advanced degree, so it might be a grad school fair, and in some cases it's, you know, any and all of those things together in one combined event, and, and now we've even started getting into doing networking events so that colleges can now offer their, their alumni a possibility of connecting with some of the current students as a, another way to give back. So the, really, the possibilities are truly endless with the virtual technologies now, and we're just very, very proud to be part of it and, and owe a great deal to people like Tim who looked at this and said, this is something that looks like it's the future and, and made the future happen now. And to any company listening right now, just to put this in perspective, I know that all major corporations and mid-sized companies, you do college recruitment, and you know the drill. You have to first take someone out of work in your human resources department. Then you have to frequently pay for transportation, air flight, uh, to the location, and then a hotel. And now another whole day after that, you know, interviewing with all the materials you've printed and sent with the person. Think about that when you think about Career Eco, because in addition to doing a good job, what a great cost savings that is to any organization, because I know if you would add that up and make a comparison, it would be astronomical how much you're saving over the course of a year. And as I said, we work with them. They're phenomenal. We we like the whole organization, um, and, and I hope you will look into it too. Gail, what is your website? It's Career Eco, so that's the word career, and then it's eco.com, so careereco.com, and that's where they can find out more information about us and all the wonderful events we have coming up and hopefully the event that they, we're going to be partnering on that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Okay, good. All right. Hey, if you just joined us, we are talking to Gail Oliver Plath, the president and founder of Career Eco, Timothy Luzader, director of Purdue University Center for Career Opportunities, and our own 
Annie Kohler from Bender Consulting. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking to the president and founder of Career Eco, Gail Plath, Tim Luzader, the director from Purdue University Center for Career Opportunities, a great university that we have gone to, that we have interviewed students with disabilities and hired them, and they just, oh my goodness, they treated us so great. So I would definitely endorse getting in touch with Tim and Annie Kohler, our recruiter at Bender Consulting Services. Tim, I know we worked with you, as I just mentioned, and as I said, we hired someone, and I know that my superstar, Annie Kohler, loves working with your staff and talks about you frequently. Um, How about if you tell our listeners what you do at Purdue for students with disabilities and why you believe Purdue is such a great university. Thanks, Joyce. Um, 
before I do that, I did want to make a comment. Um, I was humbled by, by, by Gail's words, and I, I just want to mention for Career Eco, you're sort of the ultimate partner and collaborator. Um, as a service provider, they've just done some amazing things for us and for our students, and uh, it's a thrill to, to be able to interact with you folks at Bender Consulting, but also to interact with Gail with all of our virtual events. It's just great. Relative to what we do for um, students with disabilities, first and foremost, we, we recognize it was really important to forge a close working relationship with our campus's Disability Resource Center. Um, on nearly every campus, they have professionals who really are in place to help students with disabilities to provide valuable resources, and we knew that partnership was going to be important. Um, also, interacting with organizations like Bender Consulting Services. Um, you, you folks do a wonderful job recruiting and hiring people with disabilities in both the public and private sectors. And and um, anything we do to help connect students to the wonderful resources and services that you provide is just a, a real plus. Um, within our own career center, we identified a career services consultant to really focus on the needs of students with disabilities and to be a strong advocate on their behalf. Um, really within our center as well as throughout campus. And I know Annie has interacted with Allie Mears, and we're fortunate that Allie came to us with a background of helping people with disabilities. She studied uh, to be an educator for deaf and hard of hearing students as an intervention specialist. Uh, she also completed an internship that determined eligibility and accommodations at Ohio University where she did her graduate work. So she really has a nice background and, and really serves students well in that area. Um, we've accomplished, um, I think, quite a few things. Within the last year, a big thing for us to, was to um, conceptualize and move into new space that is fully accessible. That had been an issue, and it's an issue in, in a number of career centers around the country. But getting into this new space really meant a lot. We also just rolled out a website this summer that is now screen reader friendly um, with content, has less pages, which of course means less click-throughs for content. Um, and we seize opportunities to further the opportunities for career services support and employer networking opportunities among our students with disabilities. Probably the the most recent example of this is when we arranged for a busload of students to join us at the Student Summit in Chicago that was sponsored by uh, a, a lot of your listeners probably familiar with COSD. It's the Career Opportunities for Students and Disabilities, and it tends to really operate uh, in strong affiliation with a lot of career centers around campus. But those activities included um, workshops, the, the opportunity to conduct some benchmarking activity and learn best practices, and just connect to employers. Okay. Well, you have certainly done a lot with us, and uh, we will be continuing to work with you. Uh, Gail at Bender, we all love working with you. I know you've talked to all of our leadership. Uh, and for companies listening to this show, what you have to offer them that are seeking to hire students with disabilities, how would they find out more if they wanted to participate in this event or other events? So um, certainly going to the website is going to be the easiest thing to do. So that, again, is CareerEco, and that's E-C-O, CareerEco.com. And if you click on the virtual affairs tab, you'll see a listing of upcoming events. 
And if you scroll down, you'll see that we are proud to say we have the vendor virtual career fair that's going to be coming up here in the November. So the event date is specifically on November 13th. And that event, and Joyce, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about about your vision around this, but, but certainly, vendor, first of all, we have just absolutely been blown away by how phenomenal y'all are. I mean, everything you do is so in keeping with the, the real heart and soul of your vision that I know that you had a long time ago about supporting people in their careers. That, that are that are living with disabilities and may have different challenges trying to get the, the job that they dream of. And so, when we had the opportunity to partner up with a with a rep, with a an organization that has such a stellar reputation across this whole marketplace, we were really really proud. And and so we we. We want everyone to know that if you are looking to recruit for individuals living with disability, that this virtual fair opportunity is certainly a great way for you to very time efficiently and, as Joy said, cost efficiently connect. But do that with a population of, of students and alumni that you just might not otherwise ever have a chance to meet. And so, you know, we, we can share more about that. But maybe, Joyce, would you be willing to sort of share how that all started on your side from, from, the, from the virtual fair concept? You mean why we started doing it? Yes. Well, you know, we have, as everyone knows, I'm living with epilepsy, and I had uh, a life-threatening accident in 1995 where my disability was misdiagnosed. And I had uh, a seizure at a movie theater that resulted in brain surgery, and that's what got me on this road. But as time went on, you know, we said we need to be able to reach out to more people with disabilities, and we need to make it so that companies will want to do this because it's just the way it is in life. Whatever makes it easiest for someone is more prone to what they're going to do. And a lot of times, people with disabilities, you know, they are not familiar with anything about career fairs. At Bender, we have been working in recruitment since 1995, so, you know, we do have that database of people. To me, this was a match made in heaven because, on one hand, I'm helping companies that want to hire people with disabilities uh, because, you know, the more people that get involved... Hopefully, the more this will come to the attention, you know, of all corporate, all uh, universities in America. But to me, it was just wonderful because now we can do the work from our office. We have a whole group of recruiters that work on this at the same time. There are chat rooms, you know, to talk to people, and, you know, we love that. We have just received uh, great people and great results from all of this. So, uh, you know, to me, it's just a win-win. 
Absolutely, and this is uh, Annie. And when we first started learning about virtual career fairs, we um, participated uh, strictly as an employer rather than co-hosting, and we were just so impressed with how convenient the platform is. We did not have to travel anywhere, spend any fuels, overnight costs with hotels, and from the convenience of our office, had the ability to chat with candidates all over the country right from here in our office. So we thought, wow, this is really a convenient tool for us to reach out all over the U.S. Yes, and and it has been wonderful. I mean, a gal that has, this has been like a, I tell everyone about this, and when I do tell a company about this, they are immediately excited about the whole concept. Um, and that is why, if you're listening to this show, this is really something you could look into. Uh, we enjoy it. It has made such a difference. And, and Gail, as you mentioned, we have a fair coming up Thursday, November 13th, um, and we are looking forward to another successful event. Um, who are some of the past employers and schools who have participated in our career fair? Well, so, of course, schools, you have a perfect example of Purdue, who is who's so committed to the whole idea of supporting that community of people within their, within their institution. And so we have schools like Purdue and, and other Big Ten schools across the country. And then a whole host of smaller colleges as well are being very active about promoting. And actually, it's been fantastic to see because we literally have grown this event from, I guess, our first event. We had somewhere in the neighborhood of 20. Our last event, we had much closer to 40 employers. And we our student population has grown. I think our first fair, we had somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,000. And it looks like we just, in our last event that we did in the spring, had... 1,600 applicants. So when you think about the the vastness of that that reach and and literally being able to reach great schools like Purdue and other major universities across the country, not only four year but we've also involved the two year schools as well. To be able to do that in one central event has just provided a resource that I think is hard to compare. And so the the and what's also been interesting about this is we've seen the the breadth of companies that have participated. It's been across the board. Everything from healthcare companies like Abbott, consulting companies like Booz Allen or PwC. We've seen, you know, financial services companies and banking, Capital One, for instance. We've seen lots of government entities taking hold of this, the FAA, the Security Social Security Administration, TSA, USDA, lots of those government entities that, as you know, have very restrictive budgets and really find it challenging to travel, and other wonderful groups like Peace Corps and uh, Telecommunications, Verizon, North Grumman. I mean, just, it's been such a good representation, and, and, and that has, I think, also been, you know, something that's been very important because when you look at these kinds of organizations that are large and, and they may have, you know, traditional recruiting opportunities where they go to a variety of different colleges, they still may not be reaching these individuals living with disabilities because my understanding is often they may or may not want to participate in the 
special recruiting event. So this gives them a, a very comfortable and safe environment for them to be able to engage with these really high-quality, you know, very large entities that are very, very eager to meet them as well. And this online interaction becomes a little less intimidating, you know, and, and it creates this sort of smooths over some of the barriers to entry that they may have if they have certain physical disabilities. It's just, it's become, I think, something that people can count on having very high-quality interactions, a great reach of candidates, and doing that, of course, you know, with a, a very tight budget, which is something that we're all looking at these days. So it's really, it's been a, a great success, and we get so many thank yous from the participating individuals living with disabilities that, that say thank you so much uh, to, to you as Bender and as, as, as Career Eco and the schools that support this. I think they're so appreciative of this ability to connect in this way. Right. Oh, I mean, I think it is awesome, and we really look forward to it. That's one of the reasons I wanted to have this show, because I think so many people uh, would enjoy not only doing this, but participating in this event with Section 503 of the Rehabilitation Act and the aspirational goal of 7% for all federal contractors. What? better way to find people with disabilities than participating in this virtual career fair on Thursday, November 13th with Bender. And right now, we're going to go to break, and then we'll come back to talk more to Gail, Tim, and Annie. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, if you just joined us, what a great show we're having today. Because you know any show that's about the employment of young people with disabilities, I am on it. And today we have Gail Oliver Plath, the president and founder of Career Eco, Tim Lazader, the director of Purdue University Center for Career Opportunities, and the most wonderful person I could ever be blessed with having working with Bender, our, one of our recruiters, Annie Kohler. And Annie, um, I thought you could take a few minutes to tell uh, the listeners about the outreach you lead with colleges at Bender to recruit students with disabilities to participate in the virtual career fair. Absolutely, Joyce, and it has been such a wonderful project that our team enjoys so much. And in addition to Career Eco's large networking and outreach capabilities, our team at Bender Consulting also heads up an effort to reach out to universities and colleges all across the country so that they know about this resource for their students and alumni, you know, in their career searches. So as part of our outreach, we have um, electronic invitations or evites, and we blast these out all across the country to really blanket our nation in information um, uh, about the event. And this goes out to uh, directors of career services like Tim, uh, directors of disability services, other contacts at universities. So as you can imagine, we have you know, thousands of these evites going out up to the career fair date. And then um, from there, we have a team of dedicated uh, vendor recruiters. And we then get on the phones and we start calling. And we personally talk with directors of career services, other contacts on campuses, disability services offices, tell them about the benefits of participating in a fair that is virtually based for their students and alumni with disabilities, and just personally take the time to answer their questions so that they, in turn, can share this information with their student body. And uh, one of my favorite um, aspects of this outreach has been talking with the universities and all of their really creative ideas on how to get the information out to their students and alumni so that they can participate. Um, of course, one of the really big, uh, huge ways to get the information out is social media. Other schools do articles, perhaps through e-newsletters. They write an article about the event, advertise information on their website, uh, talk with disability organizations on campus and other uh, other campus groups. 
And well, in my opinion, it's been this real collaborative effort that has really led to the success of our events. And you have been a major part of that, Annie. Uh, it's been my pleasure. It's been such a great project. I've loved the honor to work on it. And so you do, as you said, work with major universities all across America. Absolutely, and Tim's staff has truly been such a pleasure. He mentioned Allie, and um, they're just a great group of professionals, very inquisitive, very knowledgeable, and um, they're just A1 in my book. Just a, a great pleasure to work with. Well, Tim, you heard that, and I wanted to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, college and universities, as I students, as I mentioned earlier in the show, with disabilities have a more difficult time gaining employment than students without disabilities. So 89.9% of college students without disabilities find employment, some type of employment, whether mm -hmm. it's uh, the career they're seeking or, you know, working in a retail establishment, but they find employment, while only 50.6% of students with disabilities find employment. Now, your opinion, Tim, why do you think that is? I really think there's a, a few reasons for these difficulties. Um, I think for, from an employer perspective, um, Frankly, over history, the enthusiasm for actively recruiting and hiring students and graduates with disabilities has probably varied among those companies. Some have done so consistently for years, while others have really come on board more recently. And you, you mentioned earlier the Section 503 of the, of the Rehab Act. So those companies that have $10,000 or more in contracts with any federal agencies required to show progress towards having 7% representation within their workforce of qualified individuals with disabilities. That's helpful, and I think that's a motivating factor for other other companies as well. But, but I think that's one of the issues. I think another one, and this is especially true of small businesses, is that they can sometimes be intimidated by the perceived cost of making accommodations. And in reality, sometimes there's no cost at all in, in order to, to accommodate someone. And in other cases, um, there may be opportunities for funds, especially with assistive technology-related grants and others. So it's a lot of sometimes misperceptions um, by the employers. Now, from a student's perspective, um, there are many that do not disclose their disability, or they register with, uh, a, or they don't register with a disability resource center within their respective campuses. And I've heard a common statistic that about um, maybe 10% of students enrolled in colleges and universities with with disabilities actually disclose. So that's a large number of students um, that identify. That, I'm sorry, that's a large number of students that don't identify and essentially don't take advantage of the strong support network of services and resources that's available to them. Yeah, and uh, there are many reasons. There really are. And I think the more that we educate people and the more that we reach out, although I agree with you, I believe Section 503 is going to make a difference. Same thing with you, Gail. If companies, federal contractors now have that aspirational goal of 7%, mm -hmm. and what a better way, a convenient way to find people with disabilities than by per, per, uh, participating in the career fair 
November 13th. It really is. I mean, and or contacting Purdue University or schools, you know, similar, because you're going to see. It's hard to believe that people with disabilities are going to be uh, in demand, where people are, you know, in a competing situation. And I never thought I'd say those words. What a wonderful day it is to be able to say that. So, Tim, do you believe, what do you think? Do you believe that Purdue participating in that career fair can it, can it impact other colleges and universities to also want to do the same? You know, I really do. I, I believe that's true. Um, cer- certainly our career center has been very active in our field, both from a leadership perspective as well as um, offering various workshops, talking about some of our best practices. So we've earned a good reputation among, among our peers. And I know a lot of times um, for this virtual fair, it really boils down to the decisions of the career centers and of the department heads involved there. So I, I believe that, uh, as um, Gail mentioned earlier, that 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 will have an impact. But I think more importantly, university career counselors across the board really value the resources available to them. And a virtual fair um, simply provides some unique opportunities that um, frankly remove some of the barriers that some of the more traditional career fairs may pose. So frankly, the example that immediately comes to my mind is some students are a little more comfortable asking questions virtually than in person. That, that's just one example. So. I think many career services practitioners pick up quickly what value it is to have this type of event and see the fit for their respective student constituencies. So I I think so. And you know what I like? I like several things. First of all, you are correct that if you are a person who is deaf or has a speech impediment or a person possibly with autism or, or various disabilities will feel better and communicate easy, more easily if they are in this virtual career fair. Um, but, but I really do believe that it also equals the playing field because when you are interviewing the person, you have no idea what the disability is. You don't know if it's a veteran with a disability who is a burn victim. You don't know what the disability is. Therefore, you aren't going to discriminate. That's another thing that I really like about this virtual career fair because I'm telling you, it does make a difference. I'm sorry to say that, but it does. It does make a difference. I have had people interview. I mentioned that veteran uh, with a disability who was a burn victim, and the woman in HR told me one day, I interviewed this uh, veteran. I'm so ashamed. I said, why? She said, because the whole time I'm talking to him, I'm thinking, Oh, my God, we can't hire him. Mm. And I thought, you've got to be kidding. Someone that went to Iraq or Afghanistan and fought for your freedom. Right. This is how they come back, and then you don't want to hire them? Shameful. But on the virtual career fair, they won't know that. Um, Of course, it shouldn't be that I have to say they won't know that. But it does uh, help mask the ability for someone to discriminate. So once again, Career Eco. Uh, what's the website again? It's Career Eco. That's Career E C O dot com. 
CareerEgo.com. Okay, well, you are talking to Joyce Bender, and we're going to come back to close the show. We hope you'll stay with us, and we hope you're enjoying this show. This is Joyce Bender at VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. If you missed this whole show, good news for you. You can go back and hear it because it will be archived uh, on our website and voiceamerica.com. But we have been talking today to Gail Oliver Plath, who's the president and founder of Career Eco, uh, a virtual career fair offering that is fabulous. Tim Luzader, Purdue University Center for Career Opportunities, who has only been fantastic for us to work with. And Annie Kohler, a recruiter at my company, Bender Consulting Services, who I think is a rock star. So, 
Annie, I'm actually going to talk to you at the end so you can leave a message with our listeners. But um, Gail and Tim, both of you already have accomplished so much in your life. What would you say is your greatest accomplishment? And Gail, we're going to start with you. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for saying that. Um, that is awfully kind of you, uh, coming from a woman especially who has accomplished so much. I take that as, as a great, great compliment. But I, you know, for me, I think being able to be an entrepreneur has probably been my accomplishment that I'm most proud of just simply because obviously many people um, have aspirations to, to do their own thing or maybe start a business. And many times life just doesn't allow for that either because maybe you have certain financial restrictions that won't give you the capital to start it or, you know, maybe, maybe there are family considerations that doesn't foster the long, long work weeks that you can end up having in, in your own in your own show that go above and beyond what you might have if you were in a more traditional role. So with that said, it's been really been my honor and my privilege to be able to, to do my own thing. I, I started my company when I was very young. I was in my early 20s. And to be able to make a business run for a number of years and ultimately, I think Career Eco it's become my proudest moment just simply because I have gotten to know the most extraordinary people, similarly as they are being top of the list. The, the people in the career services industry and people like Tim that really, I think, are the, the thought leaders in the industry, they make such a huge difference. And, and they, they're out there doing something that really makes an impact on other people's lives. And so for me to be able to partner up with people like that and work with them and help them facilitate those kinds of connections for their constituencies is really just been a, a true honor, and, I'm, and that I'm very, very proud of. And you know, and you should be, because being an entrepreneur is not easy. As a matter of fact, you know, one time someone suggested to me, why don't you suggest to all of these college students with disabilities that they should be entrepreneurs? I said, I will say that if you are willing to work 24 by 7, if you are willing to do marketing, accounting, legal, hiring, handling the overhead, customer service, then you should be an entrepreneur. And just so you know, there are many people with disabilities who are successful entrepreneurs, and you know why? Because they could not find a job. They were forced to do something on their own, and they ended up being successful doing that. But that is one of the reasons a lot of people became entrepreneurs. I'm not one of them because I did not know when I first started an executive search uh, prior to 1985, because I actually started in 1979, that as an entrepreneur that I had a disability. But after 1985, obviously, Bender Consulting just consumed me and still has to this day, you know, and that's why I started doing this. But it is not for everyone. You know, it is not easy. It is not like a quick way to success. It really is something, number one, you have to have a passion for. You have to feel as if you're on a crusade. I read that once and I thought, what the heck do they mean, feel as if you're on a crusade? Now I know exactly what they mean because that's how I feel as if I'm on a crusade. Um, But if you 
are persistent because keep in mind, uh, a former boss of mine said once, remember, Joyce, never give up because success could be right around the corner. Oh, how many examples do I have of that? But it's true. You also have to be perseverant. Uh, but, Gail, do you have any comments about that? Yes. Uh, I mean, I'd say that is the number one quality of an entrepreneur is perseverance because for sure, and you know this, Joyce, there are so many opportunities when you're in, you're in a small, smaller, you know, growth company where, you know, the challenges can be great. And, you know, to navigate those waters and to actually be able to overcome can be where it just becomes, you know, something that people say, you know, this is not for me. And so I think you pointed it out, but you've got to believe in it so vehemently that you, they, they call it, uh, you know, burning the bridge. You know, there's no, you can't turn back. And I think you have to really believe that. There's no, you have to burn the bridge so that you can't go back. You've got to believe in going forward. And I think that's the heart and soul of, of entrepreneurship. And, and that's what I think has allowed me to overcome over the years um, whatever challenges I've tried to face is just believing that there's only one way and that's forward. You know, right, Joy, I agree. How about I, I you, agree Tim? Too. How about I, you, Tim? With, what would with you the consider idea of your greatest accomplishment? Yeah. Well, if I can comment with the idea of entrepreneurship, growing up in a family of entrepreneurs, perseverance is what it's all about and, and being driven. And I know growing up in a family like that, um, so it, it was essentially a family business in the truest sense. I think I've shared this with Gail before, but my first job growing up in an entrepreneur family was at age six. I was a hot dog bun steamer for the local ice cream and hot dog parlor. <laughs> And uh, I love that job. I, I was actually paid in ice cream cones, which was really a lot of fun. But <laughs> when it comes to greatest accomplishment for me, I, I guess I would rather consider the greatest blessing. Because, um, you know, I'm from a little town, Salem, West Virginia, grew up there. And from the time of my professional life, uh, which started in Morgantown at West Virginia University, I've really been blessed to have the opportunity to, I think, play a pretty important role in society, and that's to help young adults successfully transition from their role as a student on campus to that of a professional in the workplace. And I, I don't think I can really effectively convey how much fun it's been uh, to experience incoming freshmen at the age of 17 or 18, growing and maturing to become college graduates in their early 20s. To, to see that growth and development has just been amazing. And for me to help deliver career services at, at, actually, I was at five major research universities over a 33-year time span, I just consider myself very, very blessed. Well, you can tell, Tim. You can tell. So, Annie, what message do you want to leave with our listeners today? Well, I'd first like to, you know, take the opportunity to thank you, Joyce and Gail and Tim. It's been such an honor to be on the show with all of you today and to invite any listeners who may be interested in learning more about the upcoming event on November 13th, the Bender um, Virtual Career Fair, Employment for People with Disabilities, whether you be an individual, students, alumni, employers looking to expand your diversity outreach to include even more talented individuals uh, with disabilities, vocational 
rehabilitation counselors and school representatives. Do not hesitate to contact us for more information or job seekers with disabilities to go to Career Eco's website and register to participate on the 13th. And uh, in turn, you can join us in our mission to advance employment of people with disabilities in our great country. Well, I could not have said that better. And thank you all. We end every show with a quote from a civil rights leader or someone that has just impacted in a good way the lives of so many people. And since we're talking about change and finally seeing employment, this has to be from President George H.W. Bush when he said, let the shameful wall of exclusion finally come tumbling down. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.